ಓಂ ನಮ ಶಿವಾಯ 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 ಅಯ್ಯ ನಮ ಪಾರ್ವತಿ ಪತೈ ಹರ ಹರ ಮಹಾ ಹರಿಯೋ ಕರ್ಮಣ್ಯವಾಧಿಕಾರಸ್ತೆ ಮಾ ಫಲೇಶು ಕದಾಚನ ಮಾ ಕರ್ಮಫಲಹೇತುರ್ಭೂ ಮಾತೆ ಸಂಗೋಸ್ತ್ವಕರ್ಮಣಿ ಯೋಗಸ್ಥಕ್ಕುರು ಕರ್ಮಿ ಸಂಗಂ ತ್ಯಕ್ತನಂಜಯ ಸಿಧ್ಯಸಿಧ್ಯೋ ಸಮೋ ಭೂತ್ ಸಮತ್ವಂ ಯೋಗ ಉಚ್ಯತೆ ಸಾಫ್ಟ್ ಕನ್ವಿನ್ಸಿಂಗ್ ಅರ್ಜುನ ದಟ್ ಹಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಟು ಪರ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಡ್ಯೂಟೀಸ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಟೆಲ್ಸ್ ಹಿಮ್ ದಟ್ ಯು ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಪರ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ ಯುವರ್ ಡ್ಯೂಟೀಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಅ ಕರ್ಮಯೋಗ ಆಟಿಟ್ಯೂಡ್ and that karma yoga attitude is attitude of samatvam equanimity samatvam so we have our duties or we have right over action but we don't have any control over the results of action so one can plan the result but need not be attached to the result we can plan for the best but uh, we should be prepared for the worst also and whatever be the result the balance of the mind should not get disturbed because the karma yogi is seeking not something outside but something within so whatever be the type of action we are performing means our duties it will help us to evolve spiritually and that is the main difference between a spiritual seeker and an ordinary other person a spiritual uh, ordinary person looks out into the world for his or her joy and pleasure and peace and all not only look out but look in future also and keep on thinking about the past so a person of this world is never at a particular moment or a place 
but always projects his attention in some other place and in some other time. He's thinking about the past, but the life is happening in the present moment. And we are worrying about the future when the life is happening in the present moment. So when we sincerely follow the path of karma yoga, our attention will become more and more focused in the present. And after becoming focused in the present, the mind also will start becoming more and more pure. So this path, Bhagavan says, one has to follow sincerely. So yoga sthak kuru karmani sangam taktva dhananjaya Siddhya Siddhyo Samo Bhutva Samatvam Yoga Uchyate. So this Samatva itself is Yoga and established in that Yoga of Samatva you perform your duties as a offering to the Lord. So yesterday I had mentioned the five five things five things we have to take care of. One is Samatva Samatva Buddhi Swadharma buddhi, samarpan buddhi, asanga buddhi, and prasada buddhi. If this is taken care of, then our uh, karma becomes karma yoga. Otherwise, it is ordinary karma. So, what is the connection or what is the comparison between ordinary karma and karma yoga that is very vividly is revealed in the next verse. Bhagavan says, verse number 49. Dure nahyavaram karma Buddhi yoga dhananjaya Buddhau sharanaman vichha Kripana falahetavah Dure nahyavaram karma Buddhi yoga dhananjaya Kripana falahetavah Bhagavan says, Avaram karma dure na Ordinary action is by far inferior compared to buddhi yoga, compared to buddhi yoga. Buddhi yoga here means karma yoga, means an attitude in karma. It is not just about, it is not a path of action, but it is a path of attitude in action. It's not about action, it is about how we perform that action our attitude. So, when we perform our duties with a particular attitude, then the mind starts becoming more and more pure. As I had mentioned, I think, in the previous uh, yadna also, that any action which we perform, it has got twofold results. One result is something which we see outside. And another result is happening in the mind within. So, outward result we see and our attention many times is focused on the outward result only. 
but as a spiritual seeker we should pay attention to the inner changes which are happening because they are more important very important outer result will change outer circumstances will change other people can come and bring about changes there but the inner thing which happens it will follow us to eternity it will follow us and it will change only if we put forth proper effort in it suppose we perform an action and it leaves a negative impression in our mind that negative impression remains for a long time it can be wiped out only if we develop a positive attitude and clean it otherwise it remains so most of the uh, sorrows which we experience in life are due to all the negative impressions which are left behind in the mind when we perform action without karma yoga attitude what is the meaning of performing action without karma yoga attitude where this famous five are not there hmm so one is samatva is not there is restlessness means we perform action without paying attention our hands are working our mind is somewhere else and our intellect goes somewhere else there is total imbalance in the mind agitation about work creating agitation in the environment around us so that is called asama means imbalance in equilibrium disharmony hmm? opposite of sama disharmony and all so that is one thing which happens in ordinary action another in ordinary action we don't pay much attention to dharma means what is right in ordinary action attention is paid on what we like and what we don't like ordinary action is prompted by likes and dislikes prompted by pride by anger by fear by sadness by confusion they prompt us to work why are you doing this no i want to show my neighbor i can also do it so that is prompted by pride or jealousy why are you doing this no 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 I, if i don't do there is a great problem you know i have to do it fear fear prompts or confusion i don't know what i have to do but something i have to do so i am doing so confusion can be a motivating factor or just the ego so in case of ordinary karma the swadharma is not taken care of then the third thing is samarpan again same thing it is not dedicated our action is not dedicated to someone higher it is not dedicated to a sublime goal or sublime altar it is dedicated generally to our own ego not to the inner self to that ego i i become very important in ordinary karma this i the ego is very important it is more important than people it is more important than work it is more important than so many other factor it is more important than what is the benefit or health 
which will be derived from that action for oneself and for the society, you don't care. I become more important. And that I has destroyed our society. Individual eyes, not these eyes, individual eyes have destroyed the society. Selfishness. It, if a person is at a higher level in the society whose, whose decisions are more important, then it hurts and affects more people. For example, the government takes a wrong decision or some important leader takes a wrong decision. Because of selfishness, then it hurts and disturbs a greater number of people. So, in ordinary karma, the dedication is the little ego. Hmm. Then what? Then asanga. Asangata is not there. Deep attachment. Attachment to work. Attachment to the result of work. Attachment to things which are involved in that work. Deep attachment is there. And when things don't go according to our... Uh, uh, insistence or our idea, then we get very disturbed. We not only get disturbed ourselves, but then we get into a terrible mood and scold everyone around us. Because why? Because there too much atta- uh, attachment is there to work and to the result of work without knowing the nature of uh, the mechanism behind work. So, we have strong sense of doership in that state of ignorance. So, that uh, asangata is not there. And finally, prasad buddhi is not there. When the result comes, we always make faces like, Bhagwan always is like that only. And I gave him special nariyal also. Kerala ka nariyal mein special leke aagaya tha. And still see this the result. I was, I wanted uh, what you call 10 crores and he gave me only 9 crores and 99 lakhs. What is this now? Such a miserable thing. Always complaining. Even if something is given in great measure, still there is complaining. There is no acceptance. Prasad means to accept with joy. But there is no acceptance of the result. And how is it seen? By being uh, sad in the present moment. By being, uh, what you call, um, uh, dissatisfied in the present moment. By being discontented in the present moment, we are expressing our displeasure for the result which has come. Because result come in the present of the past, and if we are not happy with it, we are showing displeasure. It's like somebody giving us prasad and we just then take it and some throw it somewhere and all. Somebody gives us with so much of uh, love, so much of respect and we don't regard it. So that is also another aspect of ordinary action. Bhagwan says, compared to karma yoga, this ordinary action is avaram, durena, by far it is inferior. Because it leads to bondage. It leads to uh, impurities of the mind. And it leads to being in this samsara chakra uh, for a long time. 
सो बुद्धि योगाद धनंजय हे धनंजय यू अंडरस्टैंड द इट इज इट इज लाइक कंपेरिंग ऑर्डनरी गटर वॉटर विथ अमृत कर्म योग इज लाइक अमृत ओनली देर फो हे अर्जुन बुद्धव शरणम अन्विच्छ देफो यू सरेंडर टेक रेफ्यूज इन दिस बुद्धि कर्म योग बुद्धि योग यू टेक रेफ्यूज इन दिस बुद्धि ऑफ समत्व अंडरस्टैंड द साइकोलॉजी ऑफ समत्व समत्व मीन्स एक्सेप्टिंग वॉट एवर रिजल्ट कम्स विद पॉजिटिव और नेगेटिव कंसिडरिंग डैम एज एज सेम एज फार एज माई स्पिरिच्युअल विजन इज कंसर्न नो डाउट वी शुड वर्क टुवर्ड्स बेटर एंड बेटर सिचुएशन इन द वर्ल्ड आउटसाइड बट वंस वी परफॉर्म द एक्शन वॉट एवर कम शुड बी एक्सेप्टेड विथ इक्वल विजन दैट समता रिमूव द स्टिंग ऑफ द बॉन्डेज ऑफ दिस कर्म बिकॉज वैन वी आर नॉट एफेक्टेड बाय द पॉजिटिव एंड द नेगेटिव बाय बोथ द पेयर्स ऑफ ऑपोजिट वी बिकम फ्री from the influences of the karma we become free from the bondage of karma it's very interesting it's like a magnet the magnet has got this both positive and negative charge uh, north pole and south pole so when the uh, let us say a uh, strong uh, magnets are kept outside and if we move that magnet in between them then it will get attracted and repelled like towards the other magnet also hmm it will move towards this and run away from this but if that uh, there is no charge in that magnet it becomes free it becomes like just a, like a iron piece and it just uh, moves then it is uh, of course if there is magnet it will get attracted but otherwise it doesn't have any charge it is neither attracted nor repelled it is totally free from both similarly when we have intense likes and dislike towards the results of action we then get propelled by the actions here and there but when we become free from the from the insistence or attachment to the result the mind remains more and more balanced so bhagwan says hey arjuna surrender to this understanding it might take its own time contemplate on it and finally develop this attitude in your mind that attitude is called karma yoga that buddhi is called karma yoga action itself is not called karma yoga then with that buddhi whatever you do whatever means your swadharma whatever your duties are it will be the best but if that buddhi is not there then even if you perform your duties that will bind you that will create agitation in your life and it will not be fruitful spiritually so buddhav sharanam anvichcha he dhananjaya surrender to this buddhi understanding because kripana phala hetavah those who are attached to the result of action those who attention is all the time in the results of action and their 
performance of their work is not according to this karma yoga, Bhagavan says they are kripanaha. Kripana means they will go from this world without knowing the truth. This is a technical word uh, in the Upanishad, in Brahadaranika Upanishad it is said to Gargi that uh, those who leave this world without knowing the self, they are kripana, wretched. They are totally, uh, what you call, they lose. That word is used, krupana. Krupana, literally it means kanjus, miser. Means these people have not used their life completely. Miser is one who has got the capacity, but doesn't use it. It's called a miser. So as a human being, we have the capacity to recognize our own self. And if we do not recognize and leave this world, means you die, then such a person is called Krupana. So Bhagavan says, those who are attached to the result and those who don't follow the path of Karma Yoga, they are Krupanaha. Krupanaha falahetavaha. Therefore, hey Arjuna, you don't be like that. You surrender to this buddhi and fight this war. Then what will happen? Says further, Buddhi Yukto Jahatiha Ube Sukruta Dushkrute Tasmad Yogaya Yujaswa Yoga Karma Sukaushalam Buddhi yukto jahatiha ube sukrata dushkrate Bhagavan says once we are endowed with this buddhi, with this understanding, with this attitude of samatva, of equanimity, of not giving importance to one over the other, hmm? of keeping the mind absolutely uh, same as per the result of action. See, one may get affected physically by the result. One may get emotionally also affected by the result. But once, uh, one's understanding, one's conviction, about the self should not get affected by the result. Hmm. That's called samabuddhi also. This buddhi means understanding should remain same, remain unaffected by the ups and downs of the world. So Bhagavan says, once you are endowed with this buddhi of samata, buddhi yukto jahati iha, then, hey Arjuna, you will become free of both punya as well as papa. Sukruta means punya, dushkruta means papa. See, as I said, every action which we perform is classified broadly as good and bad, as papa and punya, punya and papa. So, from first our step, 
is to from papa we have to go towards punya and the second step is to transcend the punya also from ordinary action we should rise to the level of what you call good action then those good action also should be performed with karma yoga attitude and transcend both good as well as bad because punya itself is not considered as a great spiritual goal most of the um, what you call people in the world also in some religion and all lot of importance is given to punya and after performing some action in a special way we acquire punya and then we get a special status after after life so one goes to heaven or one goes to a special place of one's devata uh, bhagwan krishna's dham or some ramchandra ji's place or some shiva's dham or some christian heaven or some jannat hmm. all this is promised when we uh, acquire lot of punya but here bhagwan is not talking about punya he is saying that when one is endowed with this karma yoga attitude you go beyond both punya and papa because punya is also binding and papa is also binding both of us keep in this samsar only just imagine a person who is who is in jail hmm suppose that person is given a sentence of life imprisonment then that person lives in the jail and then he behaves very nicely there in the jail follows all the rules discipline everything and becomes a better individual so the government then become more lenient with that person and reduces his uh, sentence and sends him out also hmm but even when he is behaving very nicely he is still in the jail only so uh, that behaving nicely is called punya and behaving badly is called papa if he remains in jail and there also he behaves misbehaves very badly then is kept for longer time and sometimes in more uh, hardcore prisons and all similarly this samsara is like a jail and when we perform bad action then we suffer more but when we perform good action then we are given special facilities in this jail like sometimes ministers are kept in jail they are given special or some not need not be a special some person who is very influential given special facilities he gets uh, to keep his own mobile phone he gets uh, special uh, food prepared for him and he gets all the other facilities also so uh, similarly in this jail of this samsara if we perform papa we are more bound but if we perform punya things become more better but it doesn't release us from this jail we can become free of this jail only when we become free of both the influences of papa and punya also and that can happen only by following this path of karma yoga this attitude is very interesting but one has to contemplate and you yourself have to understand it other person's understanding will not help us hmm. 
सो बुद्धि युक्त भगवान से यर इन दिस लाइफ टाइम इट सेल्फ जहाती उभे सुकृत दुष्कृते ही एबंडन्स और बिकम्स फ्री ऑफ बोथ पाप एज वेल एज पुण्य बिकम्स फ्री एंड बिकमिंग फ्री ऑफ दिस पाप एंड पुण्य इज बिकमिंग फ्री ऑफ दिस संसार गेटिंग एस्टेब्लिश्ड इन वंस ओन सेल्फ therefore bhagwan says that tasmat yogaya yujjasva therefore he arjuna you strive to gain this yoga karma yoga karma yoga buddhi you strive put forth effort it will not come very easily so you put forth effort and bring this attitude and you will become free little children playing let us say hmm they are playing uh, uh two teams are there and they are playing and they get uh, into great arguments sometimes one party wins sometimes another uh, team wins and they are uh, they fight and they argue and all then you also they request you as an elderly person is also requested you please uncle you play in my team or whoever then you say okay children are there sir then again you play the game sometimes you win sometimes you lose but it doesn't make any difference to you it should not make if you are not interested whether it wins or loses ki farak penda what does it matter if i win i am here if i lose also i am here only that type of attitude when we develop towards the result of action at that very moment we will be free because the results of action bind us by showing a carrot in front of us carrot of success carrot of uh, gain carrot of pleasure and it binds us and we keep going towards it like a like that donkey so the donkey is shown a carrot one person is sitting on the donkey and a carrot is shown in donkey say arewa nice carrot and just one step forward and i will get it so he moves one step forward and the carrot also moves forward then again he walks and again it goes forward then he increases his pace and again it goes forward same thing happens with us it's like carrot future today is you know very bad tomorrow something great will happen tomorrow something great i will achieve in this world tomorrow i will gain more pleasure tomorrow i will get more wealth tomorrow i will get more position and name and fame and all carrot is in in front of me and in that process i forget the present i fail to bring the attention at the present moment whenever i will find god i will find him only in the present moment not in future not in past but in the present so therefore bhagwan tells arjuna that please tasmat yogaya yujjasva please get endowed with this yoga yoga buddhi and this yoga itself bhagwan names it here again defines it yoga karma sukaushalam efficiency in action is called yoga efficiency since science also they talk about efficiency efficiency is when the the 
the effort which I put forth is fully utilized in gaining the, uh, the outcome. It is not lost. Hmm. There is no frictional loss. So similarly, here also in Karma Yoga, we should, the efficiency is to remain balanced, to remain samatva, to not get affected by the ups and downs of this world and just keep on performing our duty with that attitude of uh, samarpan and all. And as we move, we will come closer and closer to ourselves. At present, we are out there in future or in past. If you look at your own mind, you will find that most of the time, we are either in the past or in the future. Hardly we are in the present moment. If you can do an experiment, find out exactly what you are doing at the present moment, what you are thinking at the present moment. By the time you become aware, it has already become past. It is very difficult to remain in the present moment and remain attached to our mind also, to remain attached to our buddhi also. So, as we practice this karma yoga, our attention will become, become more and more closer to our own self. It will come in the present moment. Then the action will, uh, the even simple action will become most important. Like we offer flower to the Lord, just picking up the flower and in the present moment offering it to the Lord with full attention and full uh, awareness itself will become most joyful. But when our attention is in future, this cannot be attain. Hmm. So, tasmat yoga ya yujyasva yoga karmasu kaushalam. And this kushalta is just to, with effort to bring that samatva in our mind. That itself is kushalta. That itself is our efficiency. Because we lose our efficiency when we are influenced by the results by the condition of the world outside, our efficiency goes down. So, yoga karma su kaushalam. Then what? This yoga itself will progress. This karma yoga attitude itself will progress and lead us into that state of uh, knowledge and also in the state of samadhi. And that process Bhagwan is now explaining further. He says, Karma jam buddhi yuktahi Phalam tektva manishinaha Janma bandhavinir muktaha Padam gachantya namayam Karma jam buddhi yuktahi Palam tektva manishinaha Janma bandhavinir muktaha Padam gachantya namayam Bhagwan says buddhi yukta again 
is using the word buddhi for karma yoga. It is not about action, but about buddhi. So he says, one who is endowed with this buddhi of samatva, then karmajam phalam tektva, he becomes free of the influences of the results of action. Then the results no longer bind that person. Because only when we are affected by the positive and negative, then it starts binding that person. Like in our childhood also, you must have noticed that some children used to get affected by our teasing. Then if they get affected, we used to tease them more. Because whatever we do, they used to get teased. But some people were not getting affected. Whether you call them good or call them bad, they were not affected. So when they were not affected, you could not do anything to them. Similarly, Maya or this world teases us by giving positive and negative result. And as long as we are affected by it, we will remain bound to the samsara. But the moment we become free of their influence over us, we will become free of this samsara. Our attention will move from the world and it will get established in our own self. Hmm. So Bhagavan says, karma jam buddhi yuktahi phalam tektva. So having dropped all the result, both punya as well as papa, by getting established in this attitude of samatva, like it was shown by Bhagavan Ramchandraji, that he was Bhagavan's avatar only, but he had come here to teach us how to follow the path of dharma. So he was told that you will be coronated. Rajyavishek will be done tomorrow. So be ready. So he said, yes, whatever pujas and whatever ritual has to be done, I will do it. So he was, he was told. Then all those things happened, kai kai, mantra and all you know. Then again Ramchandraji was called and he was told that there is a change in plan. And generally change in plan becomes little change in plan. Na? Instead of tomorrow we will have day after tomorrow and all. But here it was not little change in plan. He was told that, uh, sorry, no coronation tomorrow. But instead you will be uh, wearing ordinary uh, dress, not of a king prince and you will have to go to the forest and stay there for 14 years 14 years not one or two years 14 years you will have to stay in the forest later on what will happen we don't know but 14 years you stay then after 14 years you come back let us see what will happen but 14 years you have to go to the forest when he was told this there was no, no disturbance in the balance of his mind. He understood both the statements. The statement that I will be coronated was understood. The statement that I have to go to the forest was understood. The implication was understood. But there was no disturbance in his mind. It was said, it is said in the uh, Ramayana, that people were standing there 
and they saw him after he was told that he is coronated he came out and then later on he was going very serenely and then he heard that he has to go to the forest again he came out of the room there was no change in the quietude in that serenity in that peace and in that prasannata which was there in his mind because his happiness did not depend on the world that is called it doesn't depend on the world it is self sustaining it is independent of the world and that is what bhagwan wants us to experience a happiness a peace which is independent of the results of the world and it is possible it's our own nature it is not something which is out of the world it is our own nature we have to give ourselves a chance hmm. believe have faith in what bhagwan is saying and pursue this path and experience it so karma jam buddhi yukta hi phalam taktva so having endured with this karma i mean this buddhi of samatva a person becomes free of both pap and punya and that leads to wisdom manishinaha he becomes wise he becomes he comes to recognize the nature of his own self see karma yoga in the beginning the focus is more on dharma means what is right and what is not right we have to follow what is right first the focus is on dharma then the focus comes on feelings one should perform the action with dedication with more emotion with more heart into it when that dedication becomes more important then it is called upasana wherein we consider our action as puja when we consider that our action is uh, offering to that lord that whatever i am doing is an offering to that almighty who is who is there in front of me in the form of this world whatever i am doing is his puja so when one's focus comes on that dedication on that samarpan bhavana then that same karma yoga uh, becomes uh, graduate graduates into upasana karma yoga itself graduates into upasana then then it's a greater joy then it is not just mechanically performing our duties but there is more feeling into it there is more heart into it there is more love there is more dedication hmm there is the experience of divinity there is the experience of the presence of divinity in that then further as we uh, continue with our sadhana our understanding of the presence of god becomes more and more clear we come to realize that god is not only out there but in here also as we continue in our sadhana the experience of the divinity is felt in the world and in inside me also the understanding on knowledge becomes more clear so our karma yog becomes uh, what you call endowed with knowledge so karma yog upasana then it itself get endowed with knowledge deep understanding of our own nature so manishinah 
at this stage a person becomes more interested in uh, spirituality in uh, contemplating on the scriptures in attending satsang in in uh, doing shravana then manana so through all this uh, deep uh, contemplation and reflection comes to understand what is the nature of one's own self it becomes more clear hmm. who am i becomes more clear so such a person who knows who am i is called manishi hmm. wise person such a wise person what happens janmam janma bandha vinirmuktaha becomes free from the bondage of janma and marana also means becomes free from the bondage of this samsara becomes free from taking birth again and again as a limited being becomes free from this limited individuality becomes free from being born again and again in different yonis uh, or different uh, forms ne punarapi jananam punarapi maranam constantly one takes birth when one doesn't know one's real nature so we are born as human being animal birds plant constantly we take birth normally once we are human being and we follow this path sincerely we are born as a human being only if we don't attain attain the ultimate goal again and again we are born in different different uh, forms till we come to recognize our own self but one who has recognized becomes free so janma bandha vinirmuktaha being free of the bondage of birth very well free vinirmuktaha muktaha means free nirmukta vinirmuktaha very well free means completely free from all this bondage padam gachanti anamayam he reaches that state of realization which is free from all impurities from all evil from all papa from all limitation from all disease from all death from all shortcomings free from all this he reaches that state of of liberation so padam gachanti anamayam comes to realize his own identity comes to realize his own identity see like a like sugar the sugar can can be seen in various forms like crystal like powder or it can be made into various shape but the essential nature of sugar is sweetness whatever be its shape its nature is sweetness but one who doesn't know that it is sweetness will be always constantly attracted by the form i want it in the crystalline shape i want it as a as a ball or as a dog or a cat or a mouse different shape but one who comes to recognize its sweetness then it knows that oh it is sweet whatever be the shape whatever be the form similarly our outer form is different but our essential nature is that sat chit ananda which has to be recognized so that recognition or realization of our self is called freedom gives rise to freedom so janma bandha vinirmukta ha 
padam gachanti anamayam. He reaches that state which is free from all evil. So how exactly he reaches this state? What are the what are the steps which happens? So that Bhagwan very briefly he mentions in the following two verses that how by following this path of karma yoga slowly he graduates into upasana and jnana and dhyana and reaches the state of realization very beautifully and the same thing will be explained in great detail in other verses i mean other chapters as i said the second chapter is a summary or a content of the entire bhagavad gita so first bhagwan briefly tells what he wants to tell then he elaborately explains it in the rest of gita and then again he summarizes the whole thing in the 18th chapter so let us see the verse number 52 yada te mohakalilam buddhirvetitarishyati तदा गंता से निर्वेदम श्रोतव्यस्य श्रुतस्य च यदा ते मोहकलिलम बुद्धिर्वेतितरिष्यति तदा गंता से निर्वेदम हाँ he says that uh, when the buddhi becomes free of all moha yadate moha kalilam buddhihi vetitarishyati when we become free of all moha all delusion then we will attain the state of vairagya so the first uh, the before we go into the state of samadhi by following the path of karma yoga what we gain is vairagya hmm and that vairagya is gained when we become free of moha moha means confusion delusion moha means indiscrimination moha means not knowing a thing as it is and here the moha is atma moha moha means not recognizing myself as i am but when we follow this path of karma yoga slowly and steadily our mind will start becoming more and more pure and more and more calm and peaceful in that peace and calm mind when we contemplate and think we will be able to recognize and understand what is my real nature with that what you call calm and peaceful mind when i listen to the scriptures when i contemplate i will understand what is the meaning of atma and what is the what is the meaning of anatma so calmness of the mind will lead to this inquiry see when our mind is agitated we never get this inquiry or never get this jignyasa to know who am i and all a sincere jignyasa will develop in the mind when the mind becomes more and more pure and peaceful 
it doesn't come who is God and who am I. A sincere inquiry will not come in the mind which is impure, which is full of agitation. We may ask sometimes, oh, what is this, who is God and all, but very next moment we forget and we continue. It's not a serious inquiry. It's out of frustration we ask, what God, what is this and who is you, God and all. Once things are okay, then we forget about God. So it is not jidnyasa. Jidnyasa means sincere questioning which doesn't stop till we come to know the answer. It is not curiosity. It is not inquisitiveness, but a jidnyasa, like it arose in the mind of Bhagwan Ramana Maharshi. Hmm. Bhagwan Ramana Maharshi was a great realized master from the south, and when he was doing his uh, studying in 10th standard, or his uh, SSE, whatever that was in during that time, he felt a uh, suddenly he was overpowered by a fear, fear of death. So he started wondering, what is this? And a great uh, uh, curiosity arose in his mind, okay, what is the meaning of death? We keep hearing that people die and others die and he died and she died and all. But uh, I have never died because I am alive. But what is the meaning of death? I know what is the meaning of sleep. I know what is the meaning of dream. But what is this death? One becomes totally, one drops this body. So he got into that such curiosity and such uh, that uh, desire to know what is death, that he just sat there and meditated upon death. He decided to experience death consciously. He said, anyway, I am dying, so let me experience that death. So he lay down there and he started imitating death. He said that, okay, my body has become stiff. Am I dead? He says, no, my mind is still functioning. Then he just observed his mind and the mind stopped functioning. It became very silent. Then a thoughtless, a wordless question came to his mind that, am I dead? But I am still there. Even when my mind is not functioning, even when the body is not functioning, even when the doctors may come and check my this and they will declare me as dead, but I am still there. Then a deep realization happened to him that I, the self, is independent of the functioning of the body. I, the self, am independent of the functioning of the mind. I exist even when the mind doesn't function. I exist even when the body doesn't function. A deep realization of the nature of self took place. And from ordinary individual, he became a Maharshi, a realized master. So that happened because his mind had, due to previous upasana and previous life, sadhana and all, mind was at a stage when it was totally quiet free from attachment to the world. Then this inquiry could happen. So here Bhagavan says, if you follow sincerely this path of karma yoga, then you will become free of all moha. So moha kalilam buddhihi vetitarishyati, the, all the dirt and muck of delusion 
will be transcended by the intellect. And when it gets transcended, you will gain vairagya. Tada gantasi nirvedam. Nirvedam means vairagya. Shrotavyasya shrutasyacha. From all that is heard and all that will be heard in future also. Means vairagya from that which you know, which is present and that which is unknown also, which may be there in swarga or may come in future. Vairagya from that also. See, generally people, sometimes they develop vairagya towards things which are known. But if new thing comes, hey, I like that. Huh? That I want. But ye baki Sab maya hai. But that I want. So new things which I have not heard before, I may get attached. But here, Bhagavan says he becomes free from attachment to sh- Shrotavyasya, Shrutasya, that which is uh, heard and that which will be heard in future also. No, because the very nature of the world is recognized. And it becomes, the mind becomes free from the world. When mind becomes free from the world, the attention shifts to the self. Because all the time the attention is looking at the world. This you must have experienced to a certain extent when you must have seen some movie. Hmm? In the theater we watch the movie. Especially English movies. Because when they will end and what will happen, nobody, I mean, at least I don't know. Suddenly it ends. So watching the movie. And this hero moves and all, something happens there. And suddenly, the lights are on and the whole thing, screen becomes illumined and it stops. Hmm. When the movie stops and when the screen becomes totally blank, what happens? The whole attention goes to ourselves. We start making some moongfali and the popcorn which is dropped, that we start moving all the time you were, why? Because the, all the time the attention was so much focused on the movie that I forgot myself. But when the attention was no longer there, then attention got shifted to myself. Because when, because attention should be there somewhere. So when it is removed from the, no, uh, the, the scene, it falls into the seer. To remove the attention from the scene is called vairagya. To become free of attachment to the scene is called vairagya. When that happens, person shifts his attention to the self. So Bhagavan says, by following this path of karma yoga, sincerely you will reach a state of vairagya. Vairagya is not a negative uh, state. Many people have a very funny idea about vairagya. Vairagya is not some physical, uh, uh, what you call, dress or something. Jata and all. I had gone recently to Nepal. There was one person with a long jata. And dressed like a sadhu and all. And this long jata and all. And he was there. And these foreigners were coming there. And he was there uh, blessing them and taking photograph with them. And after photograph, he was demanding money. So, outer dress is not the sign, I mean, not the sign of vairagya. Vairagya is freedom from attraction towards the 
world. Then what happened? Towards names and forms. Towards the sound, taste, touch and all that the senses offered. When the attraction is removed from the world, the attention can shift towards the self. Then meditation can happen. And when meditation happens, the self can be realized. So meditation cannot happen unless real vairagya happens. And real vairagya happens when vivek, discrimination, understanding of what is self, what is not self is clear in our mind. Otherwise it is smashan vairagya. Some loss in the family, in business, in something, we mood off and all. Then temporary vairagya happens. Then suddenly he finds something interesting. Again, Jagat Sab Badiya hai. But real Vairagya, it's not that you develop hatred for the world. Not, nor develop an attachment to the world. The, uh, the world becomes uh, important in influencing your mind. It no longer influences, disturbs the mind. It's like the, like the example is given of the uh, flame, what you call that, uh, dia. So dia, when it is kept in a place which is full of breeze and all, then it keeps flickering. But when it is kept in a place which is free from the moment of breeze, moment of air, then that uh, flame remains absolutely still. Nivata stita deepavata. Absolutely still. So dia is there, but it doesn't flicker. Because it is no longer affected by the breeze. Similarly, the mind becomes like that dia, no longer flickers by the situation of the world. The sound of the world doesn't create any disturbance. The taste of the world, the smell of the world, the touch of the world, the sight of the world doesn't create disturbance in the mind. It's no longer interested in the world. Then that person can shift the attention to the self. Then meditation can happen. Otherwise, meditation can become agitation only. We can sit for a long time, that is not a problem. We can close our eyes and sit for a long time, that is also not a problem. But to quieten the mind and to pay attention to the self is not possible, unless there is vairagya. In the sixth chapter, Bhagavan says, he slowly and steadily bring the mind and place it in the self. Shanay Shanay Ruparamed Buddhya Dhriti Grihitaya Atma Sanstam Manakritva Nakinchidapi Chintayet. Then don't think about anything. Let the mind remain in the self. This is not possible if there is no vairagya. That is very clear. So a lower type of ordinary vairagya will lead to an ordinary type of meditation or saksavikalpa samadhi, it is called. But a higher vairagya will lead us into nirvikalpa samadhi. And in that state, one comes to recognize one's own self. One comes to recognize God within you. Self-realization itself is called God-realization. 
There is no God different from the self. There is no God up in this heaven waiting for us. This God and the self is same. Aham atma guda kesha sarva bhuta shayastitaha. Bhagavan says, I am the atma. I am not someone somewhere else. I am the atma. So we come to recognize, realize God. So through, through karma yoga, sincere following the karma yoga, one gains vairagya. Then, Bhagavan says, Shruti vipratipannate yadathasyati nishchala samadhavachala buddhihi tadayogam avapsyasi shruti vipratipannate हाँ भगवान से श्रुति विप्रतिपन्ना ते यदास्तास्यति निश्चला अवर बुद्धि ही अवर इंटेलेक्ट विच इज डिस्टर्ब बाय वेरियस ओपिनियंस एंड वेरियस डिफरेंट आइडियाज स्लोली सेटल्स डाउन श्रुति विप्रतिपन्ना ते सी मेनी टाइम्स वी लिसन टू डिफरेंट स्क्रिप्चर्स एंड रीड डैम एंड and start inquiring and constantly uh, contemplating and thinking but as we as we go along the proper path then the intellect will get more and more convinced about the nature of the self and the nature of the world will become very clear when the understanding becomes clear then the disturbance of the intellect will stop the inquiry of the intellect will stop the intellect which has got totally distracted by so many listening and so many contemplation and so much of scriptures and the understanding various opinions and philosophies and all this all this will come to an end shruti vip perplexed by what we have heard the intellect gets perplexed sometimes so many things but when we contemplate and come to recognize and understand the truth all this disturbance of the intellect will come to an end hmm. see uh, the reality is one but the unreality or that which is not real seem to be many or the idea about what is not true are many like for example there is one object let us say one flower is there rose if i know that it is rose then that understanding is one but if i don't know that it is rose and still i understand something then that what i understand can be of any variety anything if i don't know the rose but still i say i know then what i know can be uh, anything under the sun there can be multitude of misunderstanding but only one understanding misunderstanding can be infinite it can be as many as there are people in this world 
as many as there were people before also and afterwards also. But understanding can be only one, because the reality is only one. So when one quietens the mind and inquires for oneself, one gets convinced. When we seek for answers in books, we will get distracted. Because there are lots of opinion. Everyone has got their own opinion. But after following this path of karma yoga, when we, our mind settles down and we inquire, like Bhagavan Ramana Maharshi says, they don't go here and there seeking yourself. You go within yourself and you will find it. You don't have to ask others, who am I? You have to ask yourself. You don't have to ask the book, please tell me who am I, right? You are you, so you find out for yourself. So the intellect which was disturbed by so many different listening and theories and philosophies and all, when it also settles down, because it has recognized, it has realized, it has understood the truth, then what will happen? The mind has become quiet, the senses have become quiet, the mind has become quiet through vairagya, the senses have become quiet by following the path of this karma yoga and all, then slowly the mind also becomes quiet, gains vairagya. The intellect also becomes quiet by gaining right understanding. Then what happens? In that deep quietitude of your mind, the intellect, you get established in your own self. And that getting established in our self is called samadhi. Samadhavachala buddhihi tada yogam avapsyasi. At that time, the buddhi will get established in your own self and you will reach the state of samadhi. You will come to recognize, see yourself face to face. Not theory, not uh, inference, not idea, but face to face with yourself. It's called aparoksha anubhuti. Direct, immediate, experience of the self without any media all our experiences in this world are mediate means there is there is some media with which we experience media of our senses media of our mind media of our intellect so what we are experiencing is nothing but the media only when i give opinion about the other person i am giving opinion of my own mind of my own senses but here one becomes, transcends the media and experiences the self, by the self, in the self. So that state is called Samadhi. Samadhav, Samadhav Achala Buddhihi. And this Samadhi is the very nature of our self only. That self and Samadhi is not different then. And the Buddhi get established in this Samadhi or in this self. When such a thing happens, Bhagavan says, Tada Yogam Avapsyasi, that is called the state of yoga or state of realization. So you will reach the state of realization by following the path of Karma Yoga. This, so he started, Bhagavan started by telling Arjuna that, hey Arjuna, that you should fight this war because it is your Swadharma. After convincing him by giving so many logic, Bhagavan says, now you fight keeping the mind equanimous in the result of action. 
whether victory or defeat comes doesn't matter there's no guarantee that you will win you might lose also but keeping your mind balanced you fight as an as a as a samarpan to the lord as a worship of the lord as you do this your mind will start becoming more and more calm more and more peaceful and in that peaceful state of mind you will gain that vairagya you will gain proper understanding of yourself all your attraction for the world will disappear and in that quietude of your mind quietude of your intellect when you reach you will reach the state of samadhi mind becomes quiet with vairagya intellect becomes quiet when all the questions are answered when the intellect no longer has any doubt if the intellect has got doubt it keeps asking question actually how we as human beings have progress in this world also because of this questioning attitude of intellect what is this how is this how this earth is created what is this sun and how the moon uh, is formed and what is there on mars and all this questioning is there and that questioning is making a human being an explorer human being the beauty of human being is he is an explorer of the world therefore even though everything is good in here we will go out to see what is happening on the moon are aapko kya padi hai no no i want to see then go to the mars go here go there go into the ocean go up in the sky go into the volcano everywhere we go to see what is happening why because this thirst to know is there fundamentally in the intellect intellect doesn't keep us quiet unless it receives the answer it is it is the it is manufacturing uh, thing i don't say defect but it is there with the intellect so right from childhood that question is there twinkle twinkle little star how i wonder what you are why you wonder to dood pilo chup chap baitho wahan par ne tom and jerry dekho and we keep quiet no why how i want that little child here on earth the star is so up why you want to wonder unnecessarily but this is there because our intellect doesn't keep quiet spirituality is turn to is to turn the attention of the intellect into the inquiry of self rather than inquiry the spirituality says that if you know who you are you will know what is the world also if you know the world without knowing the self still your inquiry will not come to an end and if your inquiry doesn't come to an end your intellect can never remain quiet and if the intellect is not quiet you cannot meditate you cannot reach the state of meditation huh? you can meditate but you cannot reach the state of samadhi so to quieten the intellect we should give the answer to the intellect of who am i and that answer through proper logic and proper scriptures and 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 contemplation the intellect feels satisfied this is the beauty of it your intellect will feel satisfied if you go through bhagavad gita to authentic scriptures not later on modern man made scriptures authentic scriptures like the upanishad 
like Bhagavad Gita, when we go through them, they will convince the intellect. And when the intellect gets convinced, it will become quiet. So mind has become quiet. Vairagya has come. Intellect has become quiet. When the mind intellect is quiet, senses are quiet. And in that quietitude of mind, intellect, senses, one reaches the state of samadhi. And once one goes there, one knows and experiences the self which one has intellectually known is directly realized. That is called the state of samadhi. So samadhavachala buddhihi tada yogam avapsesi. So he Arjuna, just by following sincerely the path of karma yoga, you will slowly and steadily transcend into uh, that upasana, jnana and dhyana and samadhi and become a realized person. You will become a person whose intellect, whose mind is well settled in the self. One who is not disturbed by any doubt, one who is not disturbed by any attraction towards the world, because we are attracted towards the world for joy, because one has discovered the joy within. One is not disturbed by any question or some confusion, because everything is clear once I have recognized myself. Such a uh, state of realization will be reached. So therefore, hey Arjuna, you follow this path. This war is incidental. If something else was there, I would have told you to do that other things. But incidentally, this war is there. So Bhagavan says, you fight this war. If he was a modern, uh, what you call youth or modern person, Bhagavan would have told him, therefore you go to your work. Huh? You go to your, this company. You do your work. You take care of this. Whatever the duties. But do it with karma yoga attitude and it will lead you to samadhi. But what happens when I reach that state of samadhi? What will happen if I recognize and realize myself? What is the nature of a realized person? How does he live? How does he walk? How does he talk? How does he interact with the world? That question suddenly arises in Arjuna's mind. And uh, he, he asked that question. And as a reply, Bhagwan tells him what is the nature of this realized person. So that is the portion. Further, we will see it from tomorrow.
ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಾಶಿಷ್ಯಾಂತಿ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ